So before we get started with our regularly scheduled programming, we're going we're gonna to drop a quick note about something cool we got going on right now. So currently, if you want to help spread the bronze metal podcast word, let people know about this wonderful third-rate podcast you've been bumping on the reg for the past five or so months, however long it's been, then by golly, head to our social media accounts, uh, facebook.com slash bronze metal podcast. And uh, you'll find us just at bronze metal podcast on Instagram. And uh, we currently have a group order going where uh, if we get enough people to jump in on this order, everybody is able to get cool bronze metal podcast t-shirts or uh, long sleeve shirts and hoodies. So, so head on over to those links and, uh, and support the, support the show at your leisure. Anything you have to contribute there, Doug? Any any thoughts on in addition? Buy stuff. Buy stuff. Help 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 Bronze Metal Podcast. If if actually if anything on this, it's more so just a matter of people will see see our name out there. That's the that's the main way it benefits us. Right. We just we just want more people to have that big logo plastered across their across their body. So go do that. Go plaster it across your body. <laughs> and uh <laughs> On that note, back to our regularly scheduled programming. So, Bronzies, welcome in to today's episode of Bronze Metal Podcast. You've got Zach here, and we've got Dougie Fresh. Yo. And today, we have got a sick guest. No, like, actually, the guest is sick today, so <laughs> so he wasn't able to make it on. So, we won't say who this guest was, but we will say that... Uh, Please send all, all love and vibes and all that to uh, whoever you may believe our guest is, that he may get well soon, and we'll have him on the program in no time flat. So, yeah. Just Doug and I, just heads up tonight. But yeah, we're going to shoot the shit about metal, as per usual. As per usual. <laughs> so, on that note, Doug, what you been listening to this past week? Spirit Box. <laughs> Hell yeah. Darko. Mm-hmm. Gojira. Fuck yeah. Pretty much what I've been listening to. Dude, fuck yeah. Yeah. This past week, I've I've got a I've got a nice comprehensive list of a of a couple that I've been particularly fond of. So one is uh Frontierer. Uh if any if nobody out there knows who Frontierer is, they're they're sick. You're yeah. fucking missing out if you don't know who Frontierer is. They're so dope. So I actually uh Doug knows this, but y'all don't. Yesterday, uh, as part of my marathon training, I had to do a 12-mile run, and uh, I had Frontiers Unloved on repeat for that whole run. And, uh, and how, man, many, how many miles? It was 12 miles yesterday. And you listened to that song the whole time? Uh, the album. I just had that. Oh, okay. And, and dude, right. uh, usually, usually I'll, when, I start, when I start my run, I'll know like what the the first album is that I want to listen to. And I'll probably even repeat that like once if, if, if it's like a shorter album or whatever, and then I'll get into other random stuff. But I always, I always start my run knowing, okay, <clears throat> there is a, an album that I want to start this thing off with and, and go from there. Uh, I actually, there's an app called Strava where you can track your runs and every single run I do, there's a little description section and I always input what album I was listening to. So. But I was listening to Frontiers Unloved, and dude, uh, 
I'm very impressed with <laughs> with my time for the run, <laughs> and I I think I owe it all to Frontier. <laughs> very so, well, could be. Yeah, yeah, dude, that that band's just nuts, just absolutely insane. I'm really curious what the time signatures are for the majority of their of their music, but I have no idea. I have no idea at all. I try to do the head bob and count to it. No luck. No use. While you're running? Actually, like when when something like really hits, I'll be running and I'll start like like actively headbanging because I just can't resist. <laughs> and I'm sure people driving by on the side of the road are like, dude, this guy's this guy's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Which they're not wrong. But uh I feel like I see you every time you go for a run. Dude, I love that. I'm always <laughs> like I'm on some work errand. Yeah, you always you're always like running one way and I'm just like out there dying. <laughs> so but you're, yeah, that's yeah, you're like running down the road, and I'm just like <laughs> cruising along in a comfortable truck. With <laughs> you just air conditioning AC. and yeah, the, the AC and and the and the, the comfy chair and all that, and I'm just huffing it. So, but uh, but yeah, so Frontier was awesome for that purpose. Another band, I don't know if you've heard of these dudes. Uh, I don't know if it's dudes or if it's a dude or whatever. I don't know. A lot of bands, it's kind of harder to tell these days, just since there's there's room for people to be doing like one person projects. Uh, but a band called Unprocessed. Yeah, I so I let's see, 2017, I think mm-hmm. is when I heard, first heard of Unprocessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I listened to whatever album came out that year, and I haven't really checked them out since. Yeah, dude, I'm a. I am a huge fan. Uh, one, I don't know. There, there are a lot of albums where, since I'm the type of dude that I'll like hit play on an album and I'll pretty much listen to it all the way through. Uh, oftentimes, like I'll do that, and there'll be you know a couple songs. Uh, even if the album's really good, there'll only usually be like a couple songs where I am like, okay, I need to go back and listen to that song again before I continue on. And this album had like four or five of those where I was just like, dude, these are absolute bangers. Like they have like cool ethereal vibes to them. They have technicality. They have really thick tones and all that. So, uh, it was, what was the name of the album? It was Covenant. It's a really, really good one. I don't know when it came out though. I think that's the one I listened to. Yeah. Pretty dude, sure. It's fucking awesome. It's such a good album. <laughs> it is good. Yeah. yeah. And it, and the lead singer plays and screams, I think, and oh, does yeah. all the singing and stuff. Dude, that's that's really impressive. Because yeah. like the singing and screaming is is great. <laughs> it's pretty and, shreddy and, stuff for that, dude. Yeah. Like it's, and to like manage that juggling act of, you know, like being able to play and sing or scream or whatever all at the same time. That's a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a lot going on for sure, dude. That's sick. Yeah, that that level of technicality while screaming, and I don't know if he does that live or not, but yeah. Remember in some of the music videos, it showed him like playing and then singing and screaming and all that. So uh-huh. that like that 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 takes my level of respect for a band from one place to a whole another, whole another, a whole other place. Uh, just knowing that like the members of that band are like that multifaceted where they, where they do all that different stuff within it. So, uh, so that's dope. It's fucking tight. Yeah. That's super sick, dude. Yeah. Um, so they were, they were another popular one for, uh, another popular one for, for my runs this past week. Uh, and then 
and and then I found myself on a bit of a on a bit of a polyphia kick this week actually and not even actually surprisingly not really even within a like a listening context but more so for whatever reason I ended up down a down a YouTube rabbit hole of me watching Tim Henson like guitar videos and production videos that dude's a freaking genius. That's not hard to do. Dude, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty It was it was so cool. Uh It was it was really cool like hearing his thought process cuz like dude's just really really smart. Uh and his his approach to a lot of things is is just so so interesting and it can seem really intuitive but you could like overlook doing what he does. Like for instance, he was talking about how he produced a couple different songs. Uh I think one was OD and the other one was Goat, I believe. And apparently these songs had been produced like a, a thing that he does is he for sake of knowing how to how to go about composition, he makes a point to, you know, if he finds a song that he's really into, he tries to reverse engineer it and actually like produce that song from scratch. Uh so what he did was for those two songs of theirs of of Polyphia's, he ultimately took like I think a Kanye song and some other song, and he just pretty much built those out, produced the tracks like on his own from scratch, and then he took like chord progressions or like melodies, and he like totally just jacked them around until like he came up with something totally uniquely different. But it all started like with that inspiration, and then he just was like, okay, let me just change stuff up about this. Right. That's just a cool starting block. Like versus I don't know. I think a lot of people think that their ideas need to start from absolute scratch when it's like, no, you could really well like start with like an inspirational idea that someone else created and then find your way to to dissect it and then build it back up uh in your own creative way. So I just thought that was dope. That is pretty cool. Yeah, big fan. I couldn't do that. I That's, know that. It's just so it's it's so over my head. I I wish uh I wish I was I wish I had been exposed to more of like you know the the melodic or like the, the compositional aspect of it. Like sure, I can play drums, but like I wish I wish I could like with with ease like write a chord progression and then like write music over top of it. And maybe the secret is just doing it the way he does it. Maybe that's like the right way, <laughs> but I don't know. I wish I could do that. I can't. So, <laughs> and I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah. So all I have is a wish on that one. <laughs> yeah, totally. So that's, that's, that's something that I would, I would really want to just like take time out and that's a tough thing is finding time for it, but I, I would really want to take time out and like figure and like try out his approach and see like what ideas I could come up with. So I don't know, maybe that'll be something when, when, when things are a little less hectic, being able to do that because it makes it seem so easy, <laughs> right? But I don't know, dude. Yeah, there's some people out there that just I don't know how they do it. Yeah, it's like that. You made that just look incredibly easy. Yeah, and then you try to do it yourself, and it's, it's like, like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it, like, I don't know how he does it. Yeah, I mean that goes for a lot of bands, dude. Oh yeah, like. Singers, drummers, guitarists, all that. Like, yeah. it's just how. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Have just you ever like, tried to like sit down and like write lyrics? I like, so like, 
I've never really taken the time out to actually, I feel like I've always written poetry, but I've never really done it with the intention of it going along to music. Uh, but I know you're starting to get back into vocals at this point. So I'm kind of curious about, about you writing lyrics. Is writing that lyrics is fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. What because, it, because it all, you want it to flow. Yeah. And it all has to be related. I mean, it doesn't have to be, but it helps. Yeah. And then just depending on what you're drawing inspiration from. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know, making it not sound convoluted Mm -hmm. and fluent is a very difficult. It might be easier if I had a song I was going off of, but like to do it, just say you just have a notebook you're just sitting there in silence like good luck yeah how 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 do you how like what is your like your ground zero what is your your starting your starting line like what's the first step that you do when you're like i want to write a song so i haven't actually written songs because i have i've tried to start writing songs yeah and i haven't there there hasn't been any projects or like really do anything with that with so i just kind of scrap it Uh uh-huh but I don't know. I'd say the first thing you gotta do is find a theme. Yeah, yeah. Like what it's gonna be about, or or whatnot. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that. You gotta decide where you're drawn from. Yeah. And then you just gotta you just gotta go for it, dude. You you just have to write things, even if it sounds stupid. Yeah. Do Do you have a like? And when you when you're kind of in the process of trying to start writing something, do you think at all, do you, do you think entirely just about like what you want to write or do you like try to like mimic styles of other writers or anything like that by chance? I try to be as original as I can yeah. when, I, when I do anything. Uh-huh. Like, well, not even like copying them, but just like right, you know, pull right. influence. Like, Oh man, I wish I could like do this in the way that they do it and do this in the way that they do it. So on. So consciously forth. I say no. Uh-huh. Subconsciously I know it's happening somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Like whether that be with screenwriting or just a story or lyrics, like that that happens everywhere. Yeah. Just regardless. Mm-hmm. That's all art is is, you know, whatever the new art is, it's imitating the old art. Oh yeah. Everything everywhere. Everything derives place. from something. That's what genres are. Oh yeah, hundred you know? percent. Like Yeah. And even then sometimes genres like cross. Yeah. You know, so that's just it, you're pulling something from somewhere. Yeah. You know? That's that's so, every time guaranteed. That's so true. It's like nothing nothing is entirely original. And that should put any writer at ease. You know, the 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 notion that like you don't have to be totally original. You're allowed to like kind of mimic things that have happened before you or like styles or whatnot. I know for the for like the couple of different things that I've actually written lyrics for, like I have one just for kicks song called Hate Me. Uh and uh I feel like the lyrics in that are very Keith Buck Buckley esque. I love writing in a way where like the the lyrics are are cryptic or they like paint a picture like the the first line that i have in that is cauterize my lips all for fear of spitting flames and it just kind of puts a vision in your head of like someone whose like mouth is like melted shut from like from like flames you know right yeah it's like very kind of like grotesque and like imagery and it like means something too so 
So yeah, Keith Buckley's kind of my guy in, in like the lyrical department. <laughs> every time I die is some of the craziest lyrics I've ever heard. Yeah, uh, but it's okay. We've got old blood and our hair is woven to the same old tale again or whatever. Like, uh, there's a shark in the stream where the newborns are baptized. Like, like such like such cool like <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> new uh, new junk aesthetic especially has like awesome like lyric uh lyrics in it so but yeah that's kind of kind of my go-to with that but it's always it's always cool like seeing like and this was kind of the case when we were talking with with kenny and aaron like kenny's take on how how he finds inspiration it's like it's just it's just different and it can kind of have a different starting point uh so yeah yeah it's not an easy process no it's not like and and since you said you're you're trying to work through it, like how how are things coming along in in that? It, like if even if they're not, that's fine. I'm just kind of curious. Song like writing songs, I haven't done that at all. Okay, like not gotcha. not in a while. Yeah, I've done it with Kyle a little bit. Yeah. Um, sign up for Extreme Vocal Institute. So I'm stoked I'm gonna, about that. I'm gonna try to get back into that yeah. screaming thing. Everybody listening here. Doug has these two beautiful microphones here and one other one. So I'm trying to twist his arm ever so hard for him to start putting out some cover videos. I want nothing more. <laughs> so we need all the support in the world to get yeah. Doug. <laughs> we got to apply that pressure. Good, good support. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all three of you out there listening, <laughs> pressure Doug into putting <laughs> putting some some covers up or something. Yeah, maybe. Dude, maybe still- once I get a camera, uh-huh. I'll do it. You already have the one. And that would su- that would suffice for for your needs for that. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't even know if that thing works. Well, we got it. Well, then that'll be first order of business after right. after yeah. we wrap up this episode. Is making yeah, sure. Yeah. We'll just see if it works. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I also don't mean to put you on the spot with this too. It's something that you're not like. No, it's all good. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Shit or get off the pot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like like I don't know. It's just kind of fun if you're like working at something. It gives you like documentation of being able to track it. Uh, so I just dig that. Then, then you look back and you're like, oh man, like, wow, covered a lot of ground, came a long way. It's kind of, it's kind of nice. Kind of provides you a default blue folder. Like, like when you're not feeling good, you can look back to it and be like, oh man, I don't feel so blue anymore because I've come a long way. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll drop one when the time's right. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, heck yeah. Um, that'll probably be a cover of a pop song. Dude, heck yeah. Yeah. That's sick though. So you're wanting to start doing more more singing versus screaming at this point. Or is that kind of just yeah. the natural progression? Um, no, I used to be able to scream a little bit, but it was like all wrong. Uh-huh. So I think I'm going to just start with building a good foundation oh, and 100%. work back up. Like, Dude. Instead of doing it wrong and guessing about it, like just make those progressions yeah that's a good call too like i feel like the majority of musicians i know in whatever instrument or vocal style or whatnot you could you could ask the majority of them like about their their lifetime of doing it of doing like music in whatever way shape or form and most of them will say oh yeah man i was doing things all wrong for this first part and then i had to backtrack and man i wasted a lot of i i lost a lot of time having to do that that was the case with me on drums too. So like 
Yeah. Just part of getting better, dude. Yeah. You like you, you, you learn as much as you can and you may develop some bad habits along the way. And then you just kind of work out those kinks as you go. Uh, but yeah, better to, better to kind of start on solid ground instead of, instead of (laughs) trying to figure it out on your own and going astray or whatever. So I can hear that. Got four items ordered already. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. Y'all hear that? We're gonna we're gonna top it off during this episode. We're gonna hit twenty you think during so? this twenty during the episode. That's a lot. That's dude. me putting a lot of faith in all of you. Right. <laughs> but yeah. We're just uh we're just excited for the notion of like I guess I guess we could get a little brick broken fourth wall here. We're just excited for the notion of like it's been really cool like being able to have have people that we look up to as musicians on and uh and it's just fun getting to shoot the shit with all all these folks and we want to just really keep pushing that and keeping it going. So, so anything that y'all want to do to to help, we we appreciate it deeply. So these will be like the little ad, the little ad breakups. Yeah. <laughs> the right. or so. yeah. <laughs> uh, what would you? What pop song do you think you would cover first? Maybe something by 1975. Dude, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, I gotta think about it. Uh huh. So like. I don't know with with uh, some guys like Andy Sizek can cover anything, dude. Because yeah. he's like a vocal master. Like if I had to say who is the best at vocals, mm-hmm. it'd probably be Andy Sizek. Like even with how well like Tom Barber does, yeah, and like Courtney Laplante, like Andy Sizek can fucking do everything. Yeah, I mean like he's covered like Rings of Saturn. Uh, he's in like Macari, you know, he's covered dance, Gavin dance songs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like for one guy to do that, like, and like fit into all those ranges mm-hmm. is just insane. So, so like basically what I'm getting at is like early on, I'll have to find stuff that's like a little more in my range. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Know? So, yeah. yeah. Uh, dude. Yeah. He like totally, totally agree with you on that assessment of andy because like even even when he's covering stuff by other bands or you know doing his own take on it he still is really good about like retaining kind of like the vocal qualities of that song like right he's very good about just being versatile in his sound instead of like okay let me do my like trademark sound on a song that 100 percent does not call for that sound Right, like has no business being <laughs> being. I mean, he even covered spir- a spirit box. Uh huh. I don't remember which song it was. It might have been maybe like Rule of Nines or something. Might have been Rule of Nines or like, mm. uh, what's the other one? Blessed be or dude, that one's so tight. What Andy video is that? Sizak. Uh, Rule. Of Nines. I'm just gonna see if that is it. Do do yeah, Rule of Nines. With Jao Medeiros, or Hal Medeiros, I don't know. <clears throat> but, dude, yeah, he's sick. He's definitely, like, he's, he's just very technically sound in, uh, in what he does vocally. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he, actually, I do know how he does it. He, he really dove into it on Lead Singer Syndrome with Shane Told from Silverstein. Uh-huh. And he was just, I mean, that guy started 
at square one. Yeah. Because he said he was doing it, like, and then he injured himself. And and then after that, he went to a speech-language pathologist, I think he said. Oh, wow. And, like, basically learned how to talk again. Oh, what? Yeah. And, and then he just went up from there, dude. Like, he was doing all sorts of shit. Wow. That's... That's such a cool story. Like the fact that he like not good that he did anything wrong to begin with. That sucks for, for his sake. But the fact that it like put him in a position where it's like, all right, like just for my ability to like talk properly again, I need to do this. And then as long as I'm kind of starting from square one, I might as well do the same for my, my like, you know, vocal, vocal goals, et cetera. So, yeah, exactly. God, that's yeah. crazy. What? Like, what what would it what would a vocal in, like injury like that feel like like what do you I don't know so a lot of times you get like nodules on your vocal cords uh-huh. if you don't scream right yeah you know and you don't want those no nah. yeah that's bad news so <laughs> no 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 on nodules yeah nodules <laughs> so make sure you do your warm ups kids yeah what are what are some uh well you haven't started the vocal institute thing yet so. I was going to ask what some of the warm-ups were for that, but ooh, like doing the, doing the like pregnancy breathing. Ooh, ooh. Dude, <laughs> I, I did watch uh EVI video once uh-huh. and it was like a 20 minute video of warming up. Yeah. He, like he was like literally checking for like physical tension in your throat and he's like, make sure you're hydrated you know and he's he's like just it was i mean i didn't watch the whole thing yeah i saw a good chunk of it and i was just like that is fucking nuts i would have never thought of any of that and he's just going through you know the list yeah like crazy dude i'm pretty excited to dive into that just kind of see i'm stoked for you what's going on with that so it's like fun to have it's it's just a lot of fun to have like your musical thing that you do, you know, like just from years of years of me playing drums, like, and all of the like fulfillment that it's brought me. Uh, I'm just, I'm just always really excited when somebody decides to like really commit to doing some sort of like instrument or vocals or this or that. Right. Because I know how much it's done for me in terms of like just overall happiness and like opening up new opportunities. So. We also have drums filled with you, mm-hmm. and Kyle's got the guitar, so I got to so do you, something. You got to do. I'm vocals. not going to learn the bass guitar because I can't fucking, I can't learn that. Oh, dude, like, I bet you'd be surprised. I bet you'd be surprised that I've tried, uh-huh. and I just I can't move my fingers like that, dude. I don't know. It's weird. I can't get that coordination down mm-hmm. of like this like, goes here, and then you pluck this string, and without looking or even looking, dude, it's like yeah, here and then here. It, no, I can't do any of that. That's the trickiest thing, like commanding both of your hands to like act in unison with one another. Like, okay, I'm hitting like this fret on this string. I need to make sure that with this other hand, I'm hitting that proper string, like, and either at the same time or like in a way that makes sense. Like, right, you know, and and then like imagine like shredding. Yeah. You're just, oh my god. Like when people are like that in sync between their hands, like when they're doing like sweeps or whatever on guitar. It's like, oh my it's God. It's insane. It's so cool. <laughs> I just, it blows my mind. <laughs> if, if not, 
if not bass, were were there any other so like I know vocals are the way that you're gonna go, but were there any other like instruments that you that you were interested in diving into or was it just straight vocals? You're like, this is what I'm doing. If I was gonna play an instrument, I'd probably sit behind a drum set, give Dude, that a shot. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. Drum just just thing? because I can that's a whole body thing. Yeah. That, and that, you see all the like, right there in front of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless you start, you know, flicking the stick <laughs> with your fingers, you know, like a lot of metal guys do. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's—I I feel like it's more suited to me than playing guitar is. Yeah, I totally hear that, and I—I I think it's also—I think I you, really my hands are huge. And I, dude, and you like, on a—you on a guitar would actually be super like impressive if you were shredding because like you've got big hands. <laughs> Like in and like big fingers too. I just feel like that. I don't know. Yeah, you to like bar chord something just without even trying, <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I would do it unintentionally. That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right in the middle of the show, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> sorry, sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah, can we start over? Start the song over? <laughs> yeah, can we? Can we start this this whole set over? <laughs> the dipshit idiot. <laughs> the dipshit idiot played a fucking bar chord on accident. <laughs> That's and that's a reason why I think why I would imagine that bass would be doable for you, like because I know like having big like beefier hands and fingers would like be really conducive since you're having to like manage bigger strings in that case too, uh, right? Because like I've I've tried bass. If I didn't do guitar, two instruments I would want to do one would be piano, just because it like applies to everything, uh, and then two would be bass, just because it's like the perfect marriage between between like a melodic instrument and a percussive instrument i feel like because you can get like both of those feels out of it yeah like look at monuments dude yeah exactly. adam swan dude yeah just slaps the shit out of thing i also i just i just stumbled upon a band uh just just a couple days ago uh the name of the band is the omnific and this this band all it is is a drummer and two bass players. I saw it, and I and I immediately sent it to to Tom, uh, one of my bassists here, Brian, my other bassist here, and then uh, and then uh, Felix, my bassist from back in the day from Chicago. I was like, I just need all the bassists to see this. <laughs> it was just so cool, so unique. It was definitely like an interesting sound, but I just was impressed with the fact that like, oh, a band decided to do this. All right, heck yeah! Right. And it was cool. It like it had like cool like techy rhythms and and like everything sounded super thumpy. So I'm a fan of it. That'll probably be the next run's music. I feel like that'd be pretty slick. Yeah. So those dudes are dope, and they're putting out new music. So uh, so heck, maybe we'll have them on at some point. Who knows? But uh, but yeah, for that reason, bass would be cool because it's because it kind of you can use it like a like like a drum if you want to. <laughs> abuse it a little bit <laughs> a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> jesus yeah i don't know how i'd fare with vocals though i because because like you've heard this too we both have heard this that like people have heard us talk and they're like oh you both have like really nice voices for for a podcast but i'm over here like dude i think i have the the dipshittiest crummy shit fucking voice (laughs) so i'm like i'm i'm just gonna stay in the back where the drums are at and where no one can hear me talk sound like a fucking piece of 
piece of trash. Right. <laughs> so, you hear how different people's singing voices are from their that's screaming always, and uh, yeah. just talking. Like, it's all different. That's always so impressive. Like, one, one really interesting thing is the fact that, like, in, in most cases, no matter where someone comes from in the world, they all sound like they have generally, like, the same accent when they're singing. The only exceptions with that, the singer from Bastille, you can hear his accent when he's singing. There's like, right. there's like a few, like a handful of examples here and there. Ed Sheeran, I think you can really hear his accent when he's singing. Adele, it just kind of sounds like a neutral accent. Uh, neutral meaning American, because we're neutral. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. like we had being a flag toting guy there for a sec. <laughs> um. Marcus Bridge from North Lane. Yeah, you can definitely hear it in his. Yeah. Well, sometimes. Yeah, there there are times. There, there are a lot of guys that, like, when they sing, it just sounds like English. Yeah. Uh, Sleep Token's vocalist. You can hear it? Yeah, I yeah. feel like you can definitely hear, like, some sort of foreign to the States type, type uh, accent. I don't know. I didn't know Marcus was... Like when I first when I first listened to the uh, to like invent anime, I didn't know Marcus was from from Sweden. You know, right? Yeah, exactly. that's another you don't, example. You don't really pick up on it, right? And I was like, oh, dude, holy smokes, yeah. <laughs> so kind of cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, it's. I don't know why that is. I should probably. I just want to look into that and see what the deal is. Yeah, I like to. <clears throat> I prefer playing drums with a uh, New Zealand accent. In my playing, they're like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a New Zealander. Yeah. Except not. <laughs> Unless it's like tribal music. Yeah. You know, we should have done while doing this podcast and while, uh, and while counting the, the orders that come in, we should, have, we should have simultaneously built this Seinfeld Lego set. Right. Oh, man. Things tight. It's just wanting to be tore open, dude. Look at it. <laughs> That's the coolest thing. Just sitting there. <laughs> My God. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And then after the episode, the plan will be either Seinfeld or new Rick and Morty. So. Do you see Fred Durst's new look? <laughs> yeah. Did you see it? Dude, they also have a new song out, too, called Dad Vibes. What? It's called Dad Vibe, or really? Dad Vibe, or Dad Vibes. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, they're going in a unique direction. I thought, oh, dude, funniest meme in the world, speaking of uh, Fred Durst's look, there was, like, a, a picture. It was a picture, uh, like, just online, and it said, uh, it essentially said, I love that the Limp Biscuit dynamic is such that people see Fred Durst now and say he looks absolutely batshit and completely overlook Wes. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. like they're so used to like him just being in his tribal body paint. <laughs> right. That like, okay, we're just not going to give that any attention because that's just Wes being Wes. But, but let's talk about Fred looking the way he looks. <laughs> is that his real hair? I have no idea. I thought he was bald. Fred is. Well, if you make as much money as Limp Biscuit, dude, he can afford implants. Dude, yeah, I wouldn't figure he. W- I, I, I'm, I'm really feeling like it's got to be some sort of hairpiece. I don't feel like this is a like this is going to be a long-standing thing. 
I feel like it's some sort of. Is it a Lollapalooza thing? I think he's he's rocked this look for like this whole tour that they've been on right now. Um. So I. I so yeah, I think he's been doing it night after night, but it's just I can't tell if it's his real hair or not. Is this Fred Google? Is this Fred Durst's real hair? You know he's fifty years old. He looks he looks good for fifty. Fred real hair. He still rocks hard. I think yeah, it's dude. funny it's like hearing a fifty year old say motherfucker all the time. Yeah. Like, it's just you figured you'd mellow out a little bit. Yeah. But. If I say fuck two more times, there's 46 fucks in this fucked up rhyme. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you would, yeah, you would think. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I would have thought by now he would have gotten into the uh, contemporary Christian kind of realm, but I guess not. I guess that wasn't his bag. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Are they working on a new album? I don't know. That'd let's, be cool. Let's Google that, too. Hey, Goog. Is uh Giggs. Hey Giggs is uh Limp I was about to say is Fred Durst. Is Limp Biscuit working on a new album? Let's see. Stampede of the Disco Elephants. Oh wait, is the unreleased six studio album by Is that Stampede of the Disco Elephants? Unless I've never heard that album name before, so I'm going to assume that's the new one. If I'm incorrect, listeners don't hate me. I promise I I follow this band to some extent. That's crazy, though. Yeah, those dudes are fucking cool. There's, so that's going to be the new album, it sounds like. Yeah. Dude, do you have a, do you have a favorite Wes Borland outfit? Cause, dude, he's got some fucking sick looks. I doubt, dude, actually. I'm gonna. I'll just message you. I like Limbiscuit a lot. Uh huh. But it's more of a resurgence recently than it is like a lifelong fandom. Yeah, know? I totally hear you on that. I'm in the same thing. I just like I'm. Just, I just like geeking out about the shit. When I was younger. I was on that Limbiscuit sucks train. Yeah, you know, like that was a trendy thing to do. <laughs> Uh, here's a, here's a really cool one. I'm going to, I'm going to show you this one really quick. I think this one's fucking tight. Check that out. Oh yeah, it is pretty cool. Dude, it's like, it's like space, space quest guy. Right. Like I'm going to go find stuff in a galaxy elsewhere. Hell yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty dope outfit. All right, so that's that's news in Limp Biscuit land right there. Is Dad Why do you vibes? Go to see them two weeks. Yeah, that's gonna be August fifteenth. My good buddy Jimmy's birthday. Happy birthday, Jimmy! I'm seeing Limp Biscuit. <laughs> seeing Limp Biscuit for your birthday, and you're not invited. <laughs> I don't think he'd want to want to see them, or maybe he would. I don't know. See, not a. Uh... He was Not a metal guy. He was, he was into like ABR back in the day. He was a big fan of their song "Black Sheep." Mm. That's a that's a good one. Yeah, shreds. Excited to see those dudes too. But that's a that's a little while off. When's the when are you going to the Ghost Inside show? 
don't know if I am anymore or not. No? I want to, but... You have all the tickets, don't you? Yeah. Not the plane ticket, though. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was the... Dude, it's just such a long trip to go for, like, three days. Uh-huh. It's just like, fuck, dude. Yeah. I mean, that that's not like jumping over to Los Angeles, you know, like, that's... That's definitely way that's more doable. way out there. Because this yeah. one was going to be in Boston, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. This one, it's not like directly in Boston. It's like an hour away from Boston. Uh-huh. I forget the name of the town where it's in, but. In Salem, that'd be kind of cool. Salem probably wouldn't enjoy that, but <laughs> that'd be tight. No, I forget where it actually is, but. Yeah. Some weird name that I can't pronounce. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember listening to August Burns Red when I was like super young, dude. Yeah, yeah. What what was the what was the first album of theirs that you listened to? Did you listen to like all the way back? They're like Messengers was the first one I heard. Yeah, I yeah. first I first got into them with Thrill Seeker. That was before they had Dustin Jake Davidson. Lurs. Yeah, Jake yeah. Lurs on vocals and Dustin Davidson on bass. Uh, they've they've kind of come to this this position now in their playing where they have like a reasonable balance between between like technicality, speed, and like you know musicality. And I feel like back then, like they really really went for like the the speed and technicality, like that was like at the forefront. And I really dug that about that album. It was just like nonstop. Bar- Barbarian is fucking killer song off that album they have nine albums i know now. they've been around for so long it's insane yeah. I, like i i'm actually like losing track of some of their albums at this point is there their most recent one is phantom anthem isn't it or is there a guardians new... was last year oh yeah i yeah. damn i like i'm i'm behind <laughs> i don't even think i've listened through guardians actually um my favorite album of theirs is Constellations. Dude, Constellations is so good. Yeah. That's a really good one. I wish I would have seen that when they did the 10-year anniversary tour for it. But I missed that one. I think that got canceled. Or no, it went through. They did it. Yeah. Because I think, I think Gully saw that one, I believe. Uh, Maybe we could catch the leveler 10-year. Yeah. If I think- they do one. I think I think that's this this uh, October one actually. Oh really? Yeah, I think so. Is ten year leveler tour? Which blows my mind. Ten years since that. That's pretty crazy, dude. Right? I didn't know that that was that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pumped for that Meshuggah show. Oh my god, yeah, that's gonna be pretty good. I'm, yeah, I'm really excited for that one. <laughs> that's gonna be like. I don't know. There are there are like certain bands that and I don't know if you're the same way, but I know that there are certain bands that I go see live where like the idea is to like rage and and like you know, burn off energy and all this. Like that's definitely every time I die. It is the 10 year anniversary tour. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I got tickets. Yeah. Except I'd rather see Constellations, but yeah. can't can't now. So Yeah, totally yeah. on that. But uh I feel like I feel like uh, like Meshuggah is definitely one of those bands where I I'll probably I'll probably stand there cross armed the whole time just just observing <laughs> just witnessing what this band is doing and just having my mind blown. 
Right. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be like me just, just vibing out to it the whole time. Yeah, dude, that, that's pretty much what I do. Yeah. I don't really mosh anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm retired from moshing. <laughs> I got out of the game. I'm out of that. Maybe I'll get back into it. You could really lay down an ass whooping on somebody. <laughs> right. <laughs> you like could not even try and hurt somebody. Me, on the other hand, I, I get snapped. <laughs> I really have no business being <laughs> anywhere near a mosh but as Actually, aside from the fact that that's generally where the best view of the band is, I feel like. Right. Like, if you're on the back end of a pit and it's all open in front of you, you can see everything so clear because, yeah. like, it's just open. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure, a guy will, like, run into you here and there or whatever, but that's, that's the price you pay for a good view. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think I thought I was thinking about this today. Like, lead singers probably make it a point to like watch the pit. Uh huh. Like, because if I if I was up there screaming, yeah. and, like I saw some guy like walking out or something, I'd be like, "The fuck!" <laughs> like, who walks out on somebody during a show? Yeah. But it happens like the whole show. Yeah. So it's like, if I was a singer, I'd just be like, "Eyes on the pit, Doug." The whole time, <laughs> eyes on the pit. That's, Don't even that's look your. Up. Yeah, yeah, that's your that's your validation, right? <laughs> As a vocalist, don't look at anything else. Yeah, just, just look at the, the pit. pit. That's your validation. That's it, right there. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I feel like in those venues too, even if they were looking off to the sides, I'm sure they, I'm sure for the most part, they can't sh- see shit that's going on like beyond the stage, you know? Right. Because like all the lights flashing, yeah. and then it's just all dark over there. It's like, is there a crowd out there still? I'd probably have to wear sunglasses too. Uh-huh. That, that'd probably fuck me up, dude. <laughs> That'd be kind of, I could see that being it's like a bright. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Also, I feel like that would just be like, I don't know. Playing with like sunglasses on can be a nice thing in terms of just like, like being able to be in your own head a little bit through it. As right. weird as that sounds. Yeah. But it does the trick in that regard. Yeah. Cause I remember I was at a show once. It might've been black Dahlia murder. Uh-huh. Where I was standing in the crowd, like the light, like perfectly hit me in the eye every time it did like its rotation. Yeah. I was just standing like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like th- this spot, really, like right where I'm standing, just <laughs> fucking laser beam right in the eye. It's like you're the guy that's, that's, that's what, like, you're over at a friend's house watching a movie, and you're the guy that's sitting in the perfect spot where the sun comes in through the window and just blazes you in the eye, and you're like, fuck. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Just like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes the lights can be a pain in the ass for that reason. That's for sure. One t- Dude, the first concert I went to at Chelsea Grin, my buddy Josh was with me. Like, we were at the sound booth, because, like, Dave was like, Go hang out in the sound booth while we're on. I was like, word. Was like, Work, <laughs> works for me, dude. Twist like, my arm. <laughs> I have to stand in a crowd with a bunch of fucks. You know? like, <laughs> as much as I wanted to stand in that crowd with all those fucks, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> and like, I kept giving this guy, like the sound guy, hand signals. Like when he'd look at me, but every time I did it, he'd like look away. Uh-huh. And it was fucking hilarious. Like my buddy is laughing so hard. He's like, dude, that guy hasn't seen you once. I did it like three times. And they, I just like kept giving him like a thumbs up or like like a horns or something. He'd fucking miss it every time. It's so funny, dude. Like I was just like, I felt like a moron. I was like, fuck it, dude. Whatever. 
It's funny though. You, yeah. you would have laughed your ass off. You saw that. Yeah, yeah. That was... That's cool that you got to sit in the sound booth. I'd be like, I'd be just, I'd be so curious about everything going on because that's definitely not my forte. The like sound engineer side of it. No, that's a lot of work, dude. Oh yeah. Yeah, make, making sure a band sounds good live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you fucked that up. Especially when you're like when you're dealing with like touring bands, I know from from gigging out as much as I have over the years, it it can be. This isn't all sound guys. A lot of them are very good, but there can be the oddball here and there who, who like he sets levels really quick, everything sounds fine, and then he disappears from the sound booth for the entirety of the set and just goes smoke cigarettes and drinks beer, right. <laughs> and then he comes back in time for the next band to, <laughs> to sound check. <laughs> so. That'd be be a super grueling job, I feel like. I think it would just be exhausting from, like, I know if I'm just from any small bits of, like, music production that I've, like, done or, you know, listening through parts to make sure they're good, having to, like, be very focused in your listening is exhausting. Something about, like, having to really just zero in your listening attention and, like, you know, actively pinpoint what's wrong and what needs correction. Something about it just is extremely fatiguing. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a why. pain in the ass. Yeah. And it's like, cause there's nothing like tangible to it to like, like I feel like with certain things, like you like if you're woodworking and there's like something that needs to be sanded out, like you can see it there in front of you, et cetera. Right. Versus like, like just listening. It's like, is it there or am I just like hearing certain things? Like it's a weird like perception thing. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. So it's all digital. So you're just clicking a mouse. Yeah. Yeah. How nice that with that, would that were at that point now too? just Holy smokes. Like the, the, the amount of sophistication in what, in the tools that we're able to use today. Like the fact that we're even here, like being able to use something like Reaper. <laughs> Right. To record this, you know? Something that like 50 yeah, years ago. Yeah, all digital. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. It used to be like a whole building. Like, it was like a studio. The literal like cutting room floor thing too of like having to physically manipulate like, you know, like film in the case of like videography or whatever or cinematography. Right. And then like similar stuff with like tape decks and, and like music editing. We got it made, man. People, yeah, it's a lot easier now. People can, people can. I mean, I I bitch too about the overcomplication of today, but we definitely get some cool things out of it. Yeah, because life is overcomplicated today. <laughs> yeah, there's so much you can do. Yeah, with an interface and two microphones and a laptop. Yeah, like you could do a podcast, and then you can do vocal covers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shitty vocal covers. Hey, you gotta start somewhere. Dude, like I've I've looked back on old drumming videos of me from back in the day, and man. Come a long way. <laughs> made, made some strides. <laughs> made some strides, yeah. Gotta start somewhere. And then it makes it makes the, the good progress sound that much better. As a matter of fact, it's probably better to start really shitty, because then whatever progress you have, it's like it's like they like, come up to you and go, "Man, you used to really suck. You're and good now." And it's like, "Yeah, you're great now." And it's like, "Yeah, I used to suck, and now I'm not. Now I don't." Yeah. It's Hell like yeah. now, now I'm good again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Man, I remember you were really shitty at that. Yeah, you fucking blew. <laughs> you had no business playing that instrument. <laughs> I'll tell you. stick sharp pencils in my ears. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, I, th- I think I did. <laughs> I tried that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I just, I, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> it was that <laughs> bad. <laughs> Terrible. Man, yeah, that was like my buddy, uh, my, my, the first band that I was in, uh, it was called Aside Never Seen. And it was me, Goalie, our, uh, our buddy Kenny, and then our buddy Christian who came in and he, he like played like for live shows with us. Uh, and I still talk with Christian all the time. Uh, and Christian happened to have like our four song EP from back in the day and he sent it to all of us. And I just listened to my drumming and I was like, oh my God, ugh, ugh. <laughs> just yuck. I want to throw up. I was actually really stoked listening to it. I love, I love some of the stuff that Gully did on vocals. Uh, I thought it was actually pretty good. He, he gives himself shit for it, but I'm like, and he's probably hearing this, but I thought he did a great job. <laughs> so. He needs extreme vocal institute. That's what he needs. Extreme vocal vocal institute. Oh, I couldn't even. <laughs> couldn't even get it out. I had to go stuttering all over myself like a dipshit. <laughs> extreme vocal institute. Extreme vocal institute. <laughs> extreme. <laughs> you should go beatbox for Limp Biscuit. How extreme is it? Oh, I'm trying to make gun sounds. <laughs> it's all more like a helicopter. It's atomic bomb strong. <laughs> atomic bomb extreme. <sighs> trying to get some of the aftershock. <sighs> I can't do it. <laughs> this is what it came to. We don't have a guest today, so we're just making extreme vocalists. <laughs> advertisements. <laughs> right. This is what you get, y'all. <laughs> I wonder if we could get him on here to talk about that. Dude, that'd be tight, actually. That'd be pretty cool. I'd love that. And it'd be fun, too. Like, as long as we have microphones in front of us, we might as well, like, do some of the shit, too. You know? Right. Like, like all right, we're going to just take to take today's episode and use it as, a, as like, an opportunity to, to like, go through a, a vocal exercise, like, a set of vocal exercises. We start with a nice warm-up, then we get into some heavier stuff, and by the end, we're, we're just crushing it. Set to jet. That'd be fun. Actually, that'd be a lot of fun. All right, we'll make that happen at some point. I think that'll be well received. It's gonna sound like shit, dude. You understand that? Like, it's gonna sound so bad. What is what does this sound like? Shit. <laughs> and bad. Par for the course. <laughs> Third tier, baby. Bronze medal. Bronze medal, baby. Bronzies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of bronzies. Just a gentle reminder that we have the uh, group order up available on social. So if you'd like to buy a shirt or a hoodie, <laughs> you could do that. <laughs> now it's live. <laughs> well, or don't. I, or what, don't buy one. Or don't buy one. I'll remember. But who knows? Maybe it won't be live. Well, no. I don't know how it works. If it, you know what? Forget about it. <laughs> I'm going to stop my thought short. <laughs> just throw it in the trash can. Yeah, just don't listen to me. Just go buy a shirt. Or don't. Or, right, right. You know. Click delete. You know what? If you don't buy a shirt, you could at least just, you could at least just, you know, share a post by Bronze Metal Podcast. Tell a friend. You could, uh, 
you could uh you could do other things to support the show. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. On that note, we're just about <laughs> time. <laughs> so we'll leave you all be. We appreciate you always tuning in to us. We'll have guests back on soon. Thank you for bearing with us on this week off. We kind of enjoyed the opportunity to to just kind of hang out and and just kind of shoot the shit, just the two of us. But we'll look forward to having more people on shortly. So they'll be back. We're actually booked. We're actually booked up with guests through like the middle of September right now. And yep. it's and as of the time you're listening to this, all three of you, it is. Uh, it is the going be two after this. Episode. <laughs> it's be two after this. <laughs> uh, by Wednesday, when y'all are listening to this, uh, yeah, that'll be like us booked up for for like a month and change. So we got cool stuff for y'all to check out coming up. So continue to hang with us. Thank you for all that have stuck with us for all this time over the course of these now eighteen weeks. We love you all dearly. And until next time, this has been Bronze Metal Podcast. <laughs>